So let's listen um, to God's word. So has everybody got it? Brilliant. So odd, even. You're the odd people. You're the even people. Okay, so odd people. In my former book, Theophilus, I wrote about all that Jesus began to do and to teach until the day he was taken up to heaven after giving instructions through the Holy Spirit to the apostles he had chosen. After his suffering, he presented himself to them and gave many convincing proofs that he was alive. He appeared to them over a period of 40 days and spoke about the kingdom of God. On one occasion, while he was eating with them, he gave them this command, Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water. But in a few days, you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. Then they gathered around them and asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom of Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know the times or dates the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses to Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. This is the word of the Lord. Brilliant. Well, um, I've got a a few pictures to show us, and I'm particularly perhaps thinking maybe some of the younger members of our our church. Um, I want to ask you um, to think what you need to make these different things work, okay? What do you think you need for these to work? Oh, that was nearly given away then. Um, Hopefully they're going to come up in a moment. You can build up the tension. This morning. Or we could just uh, sing another song. Uh, or I could sing a song, that wouldn't go well. Okay, maybe we'll just do it by uh, the old fashioned method. Um, so think of, a, think of a torch, okay? What do you need to make a torch work, guys? What do you think? Angus, do you know? Can you think of something? What do you need for a torch to work? A clicker, that's right. What do you need inside it? Any ideas? You need a light. Do you know, Eloise? You need batteries. You need batteries. Okay, you need batteries to give it power, don't you? What about, um, what about a car? What do you need a, to put in a car to make it work? What about somebody over here? Yes, Charlotte. What do you need to put in a car? Yep, fuel. That's right. So it could be petrol, could be diesel, could be electricity today, couldn't it? Because we're moving, we're becoming all more eco-friendly. Um, what about, uh, what do you need to put in a toilet to make it work? Now be careful, because I'm not thinking what you do to put in it. But I think, what do you need to make a toilet flush? Any ideas over here? Any of the grown-ups? Who shout it out? Water. 
Water. Water. You see, you need these things, don't you, to make something work. It gives them power. You need water power to make the toilet flush. You need fuel in a car to make it go. And you need batteries in a torch to make the torch um, work. Well, in our reading, we heard this verse read in Acts 1.8. But you will receive power... When the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. The Holy Spirit gave the apostles, the the followers of Jesus at the beginning, power to tell everyone around about the good news of Jesus. That Jesus had died for us, for our sins, that he'd risen from the dead, he defeated death, and he's the saviour of the world. The Holy Spirit came on the day of Pentecost, which we remembered last Sunday, and we're thinking a bit more about it today, to give power to tell people about Jesus. Now, who finds it a little bit, maybe scary, to tell people about Jesus? You know, it's not easy, is it? I'm putting my hand up. You know, it can be difficult, it can be a bit bit scary, it can be a bit worrying, because we're a bit frightened about what people might say or think, or do to us. Um, And also, we sometimes get worried because, oh, what if I don't say the right thing, or what if I don't say what I should have said, and we get a bit concerned and worried about that. Well, Jesus, Jesus told his followers that he would send the Holy Spirit, the helper, to help people. He said in John 14, this verse, he said, the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. You see, Jesus doesn't give us a, a, kind, of, um, a kind of zap of a power to help us. He gives us a Holy, the Holy Spirit, a helper, a person. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. So we often think about the Trinity. The Holy Spirit is a person. Oh, we've got our, there it is, the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I've said to you. That is such encouragement for us this morning, because if you're feeling worried or concerned or you're a bit unsure what people will think, you can remember that the Holy Spirit, the helper, will help you and remind you of what you need to say about Jesus and the good news of his death and resurrection. I'm now going to hand over to Hannah. Okay, so anybody who is in normally in glow or flame, do you want to come up onto the stage? If you're normally in glow or flame, do you want to come up onto the stage? Come on, I can see some of you. Because, God, you come on. We've been practicing a song, haven't we? Now, come on, we need some other people. Yep, come on, girls, you can do it. I know there's not a lot of you here today. But we've been practicing a song. Do you want to come up? We're going to do our song. Oh, careful. And we've been looking at, as Eddie said, in the book of Acts, we've been looking at some of the stories, and we've been learning a memory verse from the book of Acts. Uh, And it's the verse that we read at the end of that, Acts chapter 1, verse 8. And it's about what Eddie was just talking to us about, about the power of the Holy Spirit coming so that we could be witnesses all over the earth. Now... We've been learning about this. Can anyone remember what witnesses means? 
It's quite tricky. Do you remember? Yeah. Wait, let's just get the... Could we have the pink microphone? For example, say, uh, on news, um, maybe someone did something. Someone, say someone saw that happening, you could ask them for witnesses, eyewitnesses. So, yeah, that's... Exactly. So a witness... That's brilliant. A witness is somebody who saw something and then can tell other people about it. So, are you ready? Do you think you can remember your actions? Can you remember it? We've got our song. It's going to come up, and we're going to do the actions. You can join in if you want as well. Are you ready, guys? Who will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you? You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. When the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, and all Judea, and Samaria, and to all the ends of the earth. Acts 1, 8. Right, can you join in? You will receive power. When the Holy Spirit comes on you, you will receive power. When the Holy Spirit comes on you, when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, and in Judea, and Samaria, and to When the Holy Spirit comes on you, you will receive power. When the Holy Spirit comes on you, when the Holy Spirit comes on you, when the Holy Spirit comes on you, on you. Fantastic. Should we give them a round of applause? I think that's very good. You guys can go and sit down. Well done. And I think we're going to continue singing now uh, as Mary and the band come up. Okay, well, please take a seat. And um, if you haven't got one of these sheets as you came in and you'd like one, then you can come and get one from the front. These might help you to follow along in what we're going to talk about now. So you can come and get one of those if you need one. And we've been hearing, haven't we, about how Jesus gave this command to his disciples that they were going to receive power when the Holy Spirit came on them as Eddie was just talking to us about, and then they were going to be his witnesses. These were Jesus' disciples, people who had seen what Jesus had done and heard what he taught, and now they were going to go and tell other people. And the book of Acts is all about that. The book of Acts is all about how this message spread. And we heard in the verse, didn't we, that it was God's plan that it was going to start in Jerusalem and it was going to spread out to Judea and Samaria and to all the ends of the earth. So we're going to have a quick look now at a few stories from the book of Acts, some of the stories we've been looking at on a Sunday morning in our children's groups, to see how the gospel started to spread and go out and out and out. So if you've got a sheet, I wonder, take a close look at it, because I want you to guess where you think Jerusalem is. Now, I'm just going to pull over my big map. So you can have a look on yours. 
So there's a clue here because you might be able to find this, these bits of lake and squiggly bit of uh, river there. So it's somewhere in that area. Now, I think if you've got a pen or a pencil, I'm going to count down one, two, three, and then I want you to point on your map to where you think it is, okay? Do you think you can do that? You ready? One, two, three, point on your map to where you think Jerusalem might be. Right, let's see if I can find my label. Shall I show you where Jerusalem is? It is about here. There we go. Jerusalem. And we're very lucky this morning because I have been able to talk to somebody from Jerusalem. And they are going to tell us about what happened when they heard the good news of Jesus. So if you look up at the screen, let's hear from somebody in Jerusalem. Uh, My name is Raphaelis and um, I'm a Jew and I live in Jerusalem. Well, it had been 50 days since Jesus had been crucified, and I was there. I I saw it happening. Um, A few days later, I heard rumours that he was alive, but I could not believe them. Then, one day, I was walking around, and I heard the strangest sound, and I saw a massive crowd gathered. Mm. I had to push my way to the front of the crowd to get a better look, and then I recognised those who were making all that noise. They were Jesus' followers. Um, They were Jews from Galilee, but they were praising God in all sorts of different languages. Uh, I thought they were crazy or maybe drunk, but then one of them, called Peter, he stood up and spoke to all of us, to everyone in that massive crowd. And he told everyone that it was God's power that was allowing them to speak in different languages. And he explained that Jesus was God's promised king and that it was true that God had raised Jesus back to life. Suddenly I I knew that Peter was telling the truth and it made me feel really terrible because I was there watching when Jesus was crucified and I even cheered at his death. But Peter told us that even though we had done this, we could be forgiven and we could be followers of Jesus. So that very day I said sorry to God and I was baptized and so were hundreds of others. In fact, I, I think there must have been about 3,000 people who started to follow Jesus on that day and spread the good news about him afterwards. Okay, so I wonder if you're listening carefully. On the back of your sheets I've got some questions about each of these people we're going to look at. So, does anyone remember, what strange sound did this man hear? He was there walking about in Jerusalem and he heard a strange sound. Does anyone remember what it was? Oh, who is listening carefully? Nobody remembers. Maybe some of the adults might have to help then. Does anyone remember? What strange sound did he hear? Nobody remembers. I don't believe that. Well, he heard, didn't he? He heard the disciples speaking in all sorts of different languages. It was very strange. Now, does anyone remember what did Peter tell the crowd? Does anyone remember anything that Peter told the crowd? What did he tell them? Oh, I think you're going to have to listen more carefully to the next one. He told them all about Jesus. He told them that Jesus had died and he'd come back to life. And he told them that they could be forgiven. It was amazing. And 
What about the last question? Does anyone remember at the end he told us how many people decided to follow Jesus that day? Does anyone remember? It was lots of people. Yeah, 3,000 people came to follow Jesus that day. Isn't that amazing? And that was just the beginning on the very first day when the power of the Holy Spirit came. Well, after that, the gospel continued to spread. And the next place we're going to find out about is a place called Joppa. So I want you to look on your maps again. Have a look. Have a guess. Where do you think Joppa might be? You ready? One, two, three. Point to where you think it might be. On your maps. Okay, Joppa is somewhere around here on the coast there. Did anyone get it right? It's pretty tricky, isn't it? Right. And we're going to find out. It's another story that we've looked at in our groups. So listen really carefully, and you're going to have a look at the questions on the back uh, as we find out what happened in Joppa. I am Wensilla. I live by the sea in a city called Joppa. My husband died 10 years ago. It was very sad and lonely. And I became very poor because it was hard for me to find any work. But then I met a lady called Tabitha. She was a follower of Jesus. Tabitha looked after me and other people who were poor, who had lost their husbands. She even made me clothes. One day, Tabitha became ill and died. I couldn't understand why God would let her die. Some of the believers had heard that Peter was in a nearby city and they sent for him to come. When he arrived, I was with the other widows crying next to Tabitha's body. We showed Peter all the lovely clothes she had made for us when she was alive. Peter sent us out of the room. I don't know what happened inside the room, but I know that God's power was with Peter because when he called us in, Tabitha was standing right there alive. Then I knew that what Peter taught us about Jesus must be true. People all over Joppa started to follow Jesus when they heard about what God had done. Okay, so let's see who is listening carefully this time. So how did Tabitha help this lady? Does anyone remember? What things did Tabitha do? Do you remember? What did she do? She made some things for her. Does anyone remember what she made for her? Yeah, some clothes. She made her clothes and Tabitha looked after people who were poor and didn't have very much money. But something awful happened to Tabitha. Does anyone remember what happened to her? Yeah, do you remember? Yeah, she died. But what did Peter do? Does anyone remember what Peter did? Made her alive again. Yeah, wasn't that amazing? And what happened after that in the city of Joppa? Does anyone know? Well, do you know, after that, people in the city of Joppa heard about it, and they started to follow Jesus too. Yeah, they started to tell other people. So the message of Jesus was spreading. It had gone from Jerusalem and in the area of Judea, and then it spread further up into the area of Samaria, and it continued to spread, and we find out all about that in Acts. And I'm going to need Eddie's help here to flip this over, because we're going to zoom out on our map now to get a bit bigger. So here we go. So we've had Jerusalem and Joppa down here. But it started to spread all over. 
it started to spread. Let's see where it went. It went all the way up here. It went all the way along into uh, modern-day Turkey and Greece. All over the place. Now, our next place we want to guess where it is, is Philippi. So have a look on your maps. It could be anywhere on your map. Have a look. You ready? One, two, three, point. Where do you think it might be? Well, Philippi is somewhere around here. So it had gone all the way from Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and started to spread all the way to Philippi. And yeah, fantastic. That's where it is. We're going to hear one more story now about somebody from Philippi. Again, it's one we've done in our group, so listen carefully. All right. My name is Dave and I uh, guard the jail in Philippi. Well, a few weeks ago, we had some very strange prisoners in our jail. They were in prison for telling people about Jesus. They were in a lot of trouble. They'd been beaten and I was told to guard them really closely, as close as I could. And most prisoners down here, they're pretty miserable, right? You can understand why. But these men, they were different. They just kept on praying and singing. It was really weird. And just before midnight, I finally, I drifted off to sleep. I'd had my hot chocolate, it was all good. And the next thing I remember, I was waking up to find that the earth was shaking and the prison doors were wide open. Now, let me tell you, I knew what the punishment was for letting prisoners escape. And I didn't want to face that, I wasn't ready for that. So I drew my sword, ready to kill myself. I didn't want to deal with any of that. But then, I heard this voice that said, don't harm yourself, we're all here, he said. I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. So I called for a light and I ran in as fast as I could to see all the prisoners were still there. I knew it was God who had caused the earthquake, right? But why didn't the men run away? Why would these men be so kind to me? I fell to my knees right there and then, trembling all over. And I asked the man, what must I do to be saved? What can I do? And Paul told me that if I believed in Jesus... I would be saved. And that very night, I was baptised and I started to follow Jesus and so was everyone else in my household. Okay, so who was listening this time? Does anyone remember why were Paul and Silas in prison? Does anyone remember what they were in prison for? Yeah. Yeah, because they believed in Jesus for telling people about Jesus. But what happened in the middle of the night? Does anyone remember what happened? Yeah. There was an earthquake, and the jailer thought all the prisoners were going to escape, but they didn't, did they? Paul and Silas stayed there. And after that, what happened to the jailer and his family? Does anyone remember what he said? What happened? Well, they started to follow Jesus too, didn't they? Yeah, so the message of Jesus, it was spreading and spreading, and it just kept on spreading to men and women to Jews and Gentiles, to rich people and poor people, to young people and old people, to people who were known for being very good, to people who were known for being very bad. People all over were starting to hear about Jesus. And you know, every time the message spread to someone new, there were new witnesses. They might not have been there when Jesus was alive like the disciples had, They didn't see Jesus with their eyes, but they had heard about Jesus and they'd seen what Jesus could do in their lives. 
And they had the power of the Holy Spirit too. So now they were witnesses and they could tell other people. So there were more and more witnesses spreading and spreading the news of Jesus. So we'll flip this over one more time, zoom out so we can see the whole world. Because that's where the gospel was going, wasn't it? And we've been thinking about this area around here. It's just a small area, isn't it? But after that, the gospel kept spreading and spreading and spreading to the whole world. And we've got a map that might come up on our screen because, so the places here in red on this map show us the places where there aren't many Christians. In fact, in some of these places, maybe there's people and languages where they've never heard about Jesus ever before. So we still need to spread the good news about Jesus, don't we, to all these places on the earth and to places where they haven't heard about Jesus. But you know, even here in London, even in your schools, in your work, living on your street, there are people who haven't heard the good news about Jesus. And that's really sad, isn't it? But you know what the good news is? There are witnesses who can tell them. There are witnesses who can tell them about Jesus. And it's us. We're God's witnesses. We are the people who we know what Jesus has done. We've read about it in the Bible. We've seen how he changed our lives. And the Holy Spirit is with us to go and tell people the good news of Jesus. So your last bit on your sheet, uh, on the back... There's a box where you could write down or think about now the name of somebody or some people that you know who don't know the good news about Jesus, who you could be a witness to and you could share this message with. So we'll have just a moment to think about that now um, and then we'll have our prayers.